0: Dr. Kelvin Butts, thank you for joining me today on Millageville Matters. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, now to start off with, uh, i ask you the question, why did you declare your candidacy for the Baldwin County Commission?
1: Um, I wanted to see some some change in our district, not mostly change, but um, some transparency. We, we needed a voice from, from our district. Uh, we needed a listening ear. And we needed a vision. Um, I've been over here in this in, in this district for the past 18 years, and um, there you don't know really who to speak with when you have some type of issue in your district. Um, it's just been kind of quiet over here. So I just wanted to to um, hopefully be that ear, uh, be that voice for for our district, and and have some type of Change some type of mission uh, to see to see what is uh, actually going on with our government over in, over in this side
0: who has inspired you to public service and once elected, what will you do to carry their spirit forward
1: um For me, my inspiration has come from several people one being my uh, my mother who's deceased. She's uh, she's always instilled in me that I was a leader and not a follower. Um, my godmother, who's been a retired educator, Dr. Martha Williams, has also been an inspiration. Um, my other godmother, uh, Linda Fountain, um, has always uh, looked forward to me to doing things. My my sisters, um, my family, basically, and my and my kids—they all have. Um, I'm that one in the family that's the, uh, typically the outspoken one, so they've all been my inspiration. And, and, and of course, my brothers. I'm sorry. I said sisters, and it didn't include my brothers as well. So,
0: <laughs> What is Baldwin County's best opportunity for success, uh, however you define that? And how do you plan to use your position on the Baldwin County Commission to build that opportunity? Two things uh,
1: that pop that that come to mind. Uh, first and foremost, first of course is, is education. Um, we've got um, the two colleges here, and of course the, the high school and the early early college that's here um, that makes um, Baldwin County more attractive to industry, which is the second um, biggest opportunity I think that we have. We've had a lot of industry that move out of Baldwin County, um, and I'd like to see some move back into the county more so than just becoming a retirement community, but someplace to build jobs. We have Ballon County full of uh, opportunities for different industries to to return here.
0: And are there any uh, particular industries uh, that you would like to target uh, for recruitment efforts?
1: More so on the technological side because we're rural. Um, but we're close enough to the city that we could have uh, the access to and to be a, a central point, so to speak, for our other rural counties to use our services um, technology-wise. As we've seen with the pandemic, so many of our students and so many of our community members are were not connected. So a lot have become connected since the pandemic. But um, I think there's a great opportunity here for for techn- technological growth.
0: Can you identify a gap in the social fabric that the coronavirus has exposed? And then how would you use your seat on the Baldwin County Commission uh, to attempt to fix that gap?
1: Uh, one of the gaps is the disparity of health care. Um, what we've seen, um, according to, to the the death rates in the news that is disproportionately um, affecting people of color uh, and uh, not just of color, but minorities in general. Um, and as, as part of my seat, what I want to do is uh, look at our hospital, our local hospital. The last grade they received was a D through Navison. And we've got to fix that issue. If, if we already have a disparity with the virus itself, then that rating that they have it has to be fixed so my my goal is to use my seat to help um, fix that disparity we, we need much better health care um, in our area rural areas are, are notorious for not having good health care and we deserve better
0: mm-hmm. And, of course, um, health care is a major concern, uh, and I did have a question specifically about that. Um, and so I'd like to allow you just the opportunity. Are there any other parts of uh, the healthcare environment here in Baldwin County uh, that you think that the county commission, and especially your seat on that county commission, uh, could work to improve the healthcare outcomes of our residents?
1: Yes, I think, um, for the most part, the different specialties. Um, so many times, so oftentimes we have to travel far for our different specialties. We, we got to work with that hospital not only to bring up their their healthcare rating, but to get uh, to recruit more doctors and recruit different specialties here. You go to some doctors and you wait for hours because they you know, the the numbers aren't here, as you find in most rural rural counties. So we got to work on, um, and that's part of that industrial work that we've got to do with bringing industry in and included in that is bringing better healthcare, bringing more providers in. We've got to get more providers in doing that. We've also got to find a way to um, ensure uh, our constituents the the people of the county are insured. So we'll work at the local level to work at the state level to make sure that we come up with some type of insurance plan. I know that's on the um, presidential platform, but some type of health care that's affordable and available to to the people here in Baldwin County, because that's that's, that's another big issue that we have.
0: And uh, might you expand upon uh, what I'm hearing in that last response as um, the role of a local elected official as an advocate to try to bring some of these concerns of the people up to higher levels of government?
1: Yes, we've got to um, again be in that voice. We've got to work with our city council to work with our, our higher government level. We've, we've, we've got to create a consensus so that um, we can take our voice to Atlanta and let it be heard. Because a lot of times, I don't. I think we there's so much local politics that we forget that we have to work together. Uh, the two bodies, the, the commission and the uh, city council, have to work together to create a voice, to take our voice to um, to our capital and let it be heard. We have to be heard, and, and we have to be heard in order to make change occur. And that's my position. We need change to occur. And the only way that can happen is to have a voice. And the only way that can happen is to take it to Atlanta so that we can be heard and hopefully make a change for our community.
0: And, of course, you just mentioned the relationship uh, with uh, or between uh, Baldwin County and the city of Milledgeville. Are there any ways that uh, you plan to work to ensure that the county maintains a workable relationship with the city of Millageville?
1: Yes. Um, again, forming a relationship, making sure that I attend not only just um, the county meetings, but the city meetings to, to stay informed and see um, what their stance and their position is to see how the county works and what our position is and to find some common ground in between. Um, there, there's got to be some um, some give and take on both sides, but I think it's a workable relationship, and, and I don't think we're in a, in a position that is so bad that it's irreparable, and I don't think that um, we're in a, in, a, in a really bad state, but we're in a place where there, there can be work done to bring us to a better consensus.
0: Baldwin County can ask voters to renew the Special Purpose Local option Sales Tax in 2023. What projects do you think you'll want to see funded in that next round of SPLOST? And how will you work to ensure your priorities are in line with your constituents' priorities?
1: First of all, you, you have to take a poll of the constituents. A lot of times, a lot of the constituents... I may not attend a meeting, so you use different platforms. You do grassroots door-to-door. You can do social media to see what their priorities are in in the next splotch. I know so many times, you know, we're taxed, we're taxed, we're asked to support the splotch, and then you don't. There's not a lot of transparency as to where the money goes or or how how it's prioritized. For example, the last one was the pool and the animal shelter, the library. You know, the, and the library almost closed. So, if we're going to vote for something, we have to have a clear, laid-out plan. Something that's transparent and it's and it's got to be prioritized, and we've got to stick to it. People vote us into these positions for us to um, hold true to our word and to hold true to what they want. It's not for this position is not a a personal thing. A, a personal wielding of of. Uh, of of power or of anything else. It's for you're voted in by the people for the people. So we do things for our constituents.
0: And are there any um, needs that you see in our community that you think that the next round of SPLOST uh, should go to fund? Um, For
1: one thing, road repair. Uh, There there are several areas that... um, Seem to be lacking, which is road repair. Um, our water system in, in our district, w- one of our water mains just burst right up the street from my house. And it was on the weekend. And um, it was hard to get in touch with someone, with anyone. After we called the sheriff's department, and it was kind of some confusion there, we ended up calling the, the mayor of the city who... Made some calls. We finally got someone out here, but by the time they got here, I mean the water had been going for a couple of hours. So we've got to get some. We've got to put some stop gaps in place for that, and we've got to get our our infrastructure in in the county updated. We've, we've got to work on some updates. So with going back to the uh, previous question about the supplies, we've got to use some of that that capital to update our infrastructure because we've we we're having one too many water issues for us to be a county of this size and we should be able to have those issues taken care of.
0: And you may have answered this question um, in your last response, but I wanna um, ask it in case it solicits a a different um, answer. Uh, Would you support Baldwin County proposing another transportation special purpose local option sales tax referendum in the coming years?
1: I will have to look at what what it entails. I'm one of those people that's careful before I just say yes or no to anything because I want to know what would it entail, how would it impact our um, our constituents, because, again, it's another tax. It's one more thing that you've got to worry about um, paying for, being prioritized and making sure that we do what um, is asked of our constituents.
0: And In- But as uh, being uh, one of the uh, members of a body that would recommend uh, that referendum uh, to go to the voters, could you uh, perhaps identify parameters um, or even um, um, attributes that you would like to see um, to uh, either uh, garner your support for putting that question to the voters or uh, things that uh, you would want to guard against and not uh, vote in favor of putting a referendum to the, the voters?
1: If we're going to put that type of referendum there, we got to make sure that um, some parameters are set. Um, We've got to look at who the beneficiaries would be. You don't want one body of people paying for the benefit of another body. It's got to benefit everyone if we're going to do some type of transportation tax. So um, on either way, after studying what it would do, how we have the impact that it would have, it's got to be an equitable amount so that we all benefit And we all pay the same. Well,
0: those are the questions I have for you, except for this last one. Um, And to conclude our conversation, I'd just like you to um, uh, make your case to our radio audience. Why should members of our radio audience vote for you?
1: Um, I'm a local resident. I have the people's interests at heart. I um, I am that vocal one. If you come to me with an issue, I do my best to try to answer it. I'm a conscious person that tries to go out and form those relationships. Um, I will listen to people. Um, I have a a great tendency of listening to people and taking that back and trying to do what's best. Of course, I I am, like you said earlier, one person in a body of people, but I can be that person that gets your voice and your opinion across to our, to that body so that you can be heard. Um, as an individual in a collective body of people.
0: Dr. Kelvin Butts, I want to thank you for joining me today and talking to our radio audience on Millennial Matters.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: It's been my pleasure.